if you are confident and you have enjoyed doing it and you like it, uh, then when you show them pictures, you say, you're going to love this picture. <laughs> you know, I, I'm so pleased with it and show them. And then, the, I mean, if you go and say, uh, I'm, I hope you're going to like this. I'm not sure whether, you know, <laughs> they're not going to like it. You think, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello, and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley, and I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. You know, just before we started recording, uh, Dad, I just made the finishing touches to the uh, Fox project that's gone up today. Ah, oh, right, right. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah. Just just released, just hot off the press. Is it? Yeah, and uh, it's it's all done. It's all finalised. So the fox is up. Well, that that's been requested a few times, hasn't it? Or, or can you do a fox? The fox has been. It's a populous animal, I suppose, because it's sort of domestic. I mean, people do feed them, don't they, in the back gardens, and they they're familiar with them all over the UK, and I'm sure that's the same with other countries too. But we have foxes, and they're endearing creatures. They they are kind of acted, I suppose, also with the fox hunting um, saga that's been going on for years and years and years. You know, should they or shouldn't they, and the pros and cons of it all. Um, it's made the fox uh, a hero in a way, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so suppose, in, yeah, I suppose. In people's minds, saying, "Good old little fox!" All those hounds and horses and men uh, chasing it around the countryside, and and the poor little thing—you can't feel, help feel sorry for. It. And of course, it's so much like a dog. Um, so, and everybody loves—well, not everybody loves dogs, but I think the majority of people do. Um, we're great dog lovers, so I think the uh, you know those all those combinations make the fox really um, attractive a subject, and it's come out well, isn't it? And unlike the fox that you've done, well, you've done sim- something similar before, but you've done a fox portrait, as in profile, kind yep. of in profile, and this one's a full length picture yeah. of a fox. What yeah. made you decide to do it full length? Right. Um, well, that's interesting. I have done a, a couple of foxes as well. Do you remember the fox two cubs. facing each other? Yeah, the two fox cubs looking at each other. Uh, and that, but that wasn't a full. That was only the well, I suppose three quarters of them were in uh, in shot. But I wanted to do something that I want to do more animals. In fact, right at this moment, Stephen, I've got a a lion s on the cards, which I'm setting up now and that's going to be in a landscape you're not going to see the whole of the lioness but you're going to see a landscape area and i want to do more like that i loved doing the rhino that time Hmm. and i i thought i did originally thought about doing the fox as a portrait because one of the great things about portraits is you can get more detail in you know, if you can get the eyes and the and the the the, the, the nose and all the things that are important, uh, but so once you do a full portrait, then you're losing out <clears throat> somewhat on that too. However, uh, I thought no, I will do a full pot fox. And uh, when I did this fox, as people would see, I did the fox, and I had no idea at all what to do on the background. I had no. Uh, preconceived ideas about it i knew i had to put a background in and i knew i had to put it in 
trees, fields, grass, and all the things that go with it. Uh, I, I did think about putting a, a hounds and a, um, you know the, the men in the on the horses in the background. I thought, no, that won't work. Um, no, no. I mean, it, the idea was to put the fox in its natural habitat and uh, put a, make a nice picture of it. So it kind of the background, and when people view it, they will see that. And I say I'm kind of making it up as I go along, which is what I do. But it worked out really well and you, looked nice. Do you think people, if because it's quite a detailed background, if people wanted to change the background to be something simpler and just mainly have the fox could they do that absolutely they could yeah what they've got to do though is the foreground and the area just behind the fox has got to be done more or less as i've done it i mean they can change it they're never going to do it exactly the same as me but they've got to give the idea they can't fog it that's what i'm trying to say right but on the background they could they could put a fog foggy background on out of focus background i call them but you've got to they, give it the grounding of, of where it's yeah. uh, the, the rooted uh, in the grass yeah. kind of as thing. soon as you put as soon as you put feet in and legs in you've got to put you've got to root them you can't just you know put them in a cloud otherwise they look as though they're floating around and, and, it, it, and it looks very odd you can do it with a portrait but you can't do it with the uh, the full uh, animal yeah well the I put the the first part of you doing the ear on YouTube. So if people want to get a taste of what this project's like, uh, head on to YouTube, uh, our YouTube uh-huh. channel, and uh, it's uh, just the first part of you doing the the ear uh, mm. and uh, showing the layers and the build up of that because you've got a lot of greys and a lot of there still needs to be some white coming through, which is again one oh. of these kind of subjects where you've got to you've got to have the white poking through all the the um, Mm. The darker colours, which is mm. we've talked about, is quite tricky, isn't it? Yeah, that, that seems to have created a bit of a problem with people, doesn't it? Um, but this is a very good way of, of practising. And even if they just did that, and I suggest people on YouTube, if they haven't got the whole picture, they can't do it. But they can, um, you know, even practise on the ears. It's, it's, it's good, very good to uh, do that kind of thing rather than, you know... Struggle and struggle and struggle and struggle because there are answers to it. That's the great thing about all of the work we do. There are answers. And what people have got to find, they've got to find that key. They've got to find the, the, the key that unlocks it. It's so easy when you're dealing with white and dark greys and blacks and so on to have the whole thing merged together in, in one mess. Uh, so it's very hard to keep them apart. But they can see the results. Once they do that, they get the fantastic effects. Mm. So the the fox is available to all those that are all in members of the website, but also the ones that have signed up for animals only. So mm-hmm. uh, for five ninety nine, you can get a month's access and and get access to the the fox tutorial if you aren't already a member. Yeah, uh, well, that's adding to um, a great range of animal projects now. We, we really, I don't know how many, how many are there? Have you worked them out? 77, I think. Oh, gracious me. 77 animals. <laughs> that's that's uh, videos and packs. Yes, yes. Yeah, but they can do 77. My goodness me. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, the fox, to be honest, the fox on its own is, is worth five ninety nine. <laughs> Just do that for a month, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Learn to draw and paint online by visiting colinbradleyart.co.uk. I've got uh, an email I want to read before I want to head on to the subject uh, that I want to talk about this week. And this email has come from John. 
And John says, Colin, uh, Welford on Avon, uh, another incredible piece of artwork. As soon as my hand is in better shape to feel the subtleties of movement, I will put this one at the head of my list of Colin Bradley things to do. I would like to make it a bit larger, though. You appear to be using A4 size. How much bigger can I go without the project becoming untenable mm. or too difficult? I'm sure you understand what I'm getting at here because there comes a point where a picture becomes unworkable too unwieldy. Uh, A4 is uh, 8.3 by 11.7 inches. Would twice the size of A4 be a comfortable size for this project? So A2. Mm. Well, two, yeah, no, oh, much, absolutely. Well, if, if you're looking at twice the size, yeah, it's four times A4. If you're looking at twice the size, we double the size up. And that would be miles too big. Oh, A4 big. would double A4 would be A3. Mm. Yeah, I no, no it's, it doesn't work like that, Steve. Does it not? If, you, if you no, it's, <laughs> I always thought you would. You know, yeah. two two A4s are an A3. Two A4 pieces of paper are A3. But if you double up a picture, oh, scale actually it make it twice as big. You're actually four times as big. Of course, I know, it seems cr- crazy. Yeah. But that's the <laughs> anyway, but I know what I know what we're saying. We're saying that if you did it on an A3 size paper. Would that work? Uh, yes, it probably would. Uh, I wouldn't do it that big, but you you could get that far. Uh, so you know what I would do if I really wanted? I would do it on the on the B4 paper or something a little bigger than that. So it's about 10, 15% bigger than the A4. I wouldn't really do it A3. I think A3 is a bit big. Well, the, he, John's saying A2, but that's... Oh, that's even bigger. No, don't don't go that far. Don't go that big. Don't go. That's miles too big, in my opinion. Yeah, and that would definitely make it. Uh, you know me and me and me and big pictures don't go together very well. Not with a pastel pencil. Pastel pencil is, by its very nature, a, a smaller medium. You know, it's a tighter medium, and that's why uh, I prefer not to go any bigger than the. A4 or B4, maybe, if I had... I don't do B4, simply because it's easier for me to work the A4 with the videoing. Mm. Uh, I have done in the past, I've done bigger pictures. But when I look at them now, when I look at my portraits, my bigger portraits that I do, I much prefer the A4s to the A3s. It's just me. It's just me. It's the way I I work. Okay. Um, don't take my word for it, folks. You have a go at it. But if I was going to do a big picture, like John's suggesting, I'd, I wouldn't even bother to use pencils. I'd use uh, soft soft pastels. Right. Won't get the detail. But then a big picture is designed to view, be viewed from quite a few feet away, not close up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, of course. If you if you look at a picture like Haywain, for instance, which is John Constable's fantastic picture, that's big. That's very big. And if you go, if you look at that from about what, two foot away, you can't see it. <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't see it at all. You've got to go back. You've got to walk back until the other side of the room mm. you know, where, it's, where it's on show. You, you've got to go back and look at it from a distance. Um, this was a, the, 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 the skill of the man. He could twist his little oil um, characters and make them look as though they're doing what they do and make them look real-ish. It's all impressionism anyway, but it, that's. But if you look at it close up, it's just a squiggle. That's all it is. It doesn't make any sense until you move away from it. That's, that's 
pretty it's got to be pretty tough to make a, a picture that is that big that mm. impressionable mm. well they have it. to they have to what they do they 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 would draw it out probably more or less normal size and then they would graph it up. They all used to do that. John Constable used to do it. He used to use a grid, but he used it the other way. He made it bigger. And uh, he used to put the little characters in, in proportion, and they were quite high. Some of the little characters were, you know, three or four or five inches tall, you know, in, mm. in tiny little things in a, in a landscape. And what he used to do then was he'd, he'd work within that framework. So he'd have the uh, picture in his mind. No, it wouldn't be that difficult to do. But it was easier for him to do it like that because he could then um, squiggle, squiggle his brush around and create the tones and the colors and the detail as he wanted it to be in proportion to the large picture that mm. he was working on. That's how they did it. Mm. Um, Today, no, nah, not really. You, you can't do that today. We, we haven't got the patience or the time to do it like they did in those days. And we weren't as skilled. We're not as skilled as they, those people are, were then. Mm. Um, but he didn't use pastel pencils, did he? He used oil and, and uh, oil brushes. So there was a big difference between that and pastel pencil. Pastel so, pencil is, by its very nature, a tight medium. And it works better in the so, smaller pictures, fine. in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, let us know, John, what you decide to go ahead with and how you get on with uh, the size that you choose. It'd be interesting to, to hear your feedback and uh, how you did. Just, just out of interest, Steve, when I, um, the last few pictures I've done and the, the, the last one that I showed you um, was a landscape. And I did that on slightly smaller, uh, slightly larger than A5 size but smaller than A4 size. And when I blew it up, I blew it up to nearly A4 size. It, as far as people would be concerned, they are seeing it larger. I, yeah. I tend to blow it up. And the reason I do that is from the practical point of view, for me uh, doing the picture, if I do it smaller on the video, it means that I can, uh, it doesn't take me so long and I can work within the framework I have on the restrictions that I have with the video. Uh, but when I when I produce it as a picture for you and for everybody else to do, I enlarge it slightly to make it easier for them. So the Fox and the other projects that we've put up uh, uh, are all generally the guideline is A4 size. I would, yeah, I would, I would say don't go any bigger than A4 on on the Fox. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Brilliant. Thanks, John, for for that email. Um, I want to move on to the subject I want to talk about this week, and that's commission work. Uh, we've had lots of emails in the past, and we've talked about it numerous times, but I want to give it some attention and give it some focus this week um, mm -hmm. for those that are starting out, because we've got a lot of um, a lot of new members joining, and a lot of them are interested in doing commissions, and uh, we've got a lot of successful members out there that have gone on to do commission work. Right. And uh, and that's absolutely fantastic. We couldn't be more thrilled. Um, so I want to start off with just uh, some questions kind of for you, Dad, really, just get your opinion on commission work. Say if someone's someone's been doing art a while um, using the pastel pencils and um, and someone asks them for a commission, how does an artist know that they're ready to do a commission? Well, you won't know until you try it, really. Uh, but from from my point of view, if one of my class members that I had in and I had 
as you know, many people, and they used to ask me that question, am I ready for it? And I'd say uh, yes, or I'd say no. If I said yes, I would then um, say to them, how do you actually feel about doing it? Are you, are you excited about the prospect of it? And if they said yes, then I'd carry on to the next question. If they said no, I would say don't do it then. Because you can't, you can't even undertake something like that unless you've got uh, that um, fire to get you started. So if they said yes, and they, they did say, yes, I, wanna, I really want to have a go at this, uh, and I'm quite excited to be trying it. So, well, okay, fine. What you've got to do is, is have a mindset and tell the customer that it, you, you will happily do it for them, but you've got to bear in mind, tell them, this is you, know, you telling the customer, that it will be my work. I'm not going to produce a photograph this is going to be my impression. You've seen my other work, and presumably they would have seen their other work. You've seen the style that I use, the kind of thing that I do. That's what you will be getting. Would you be happy with that? And if they said yes, you ticked another box. Then I think you've got to approach it with uh, an honesty, really. You, you, you've got to say, uh, what I'm going to do here is is me. It, it's... I've got to have a certain amount of confidence in my ability to be able to do it. If you hesitate all the time and you're going to, oh, oh I can't do this. How am I going to do this here? Oh, that's when all the stress starts to come in. And how am I going to get, oh, I can't get the eyes right. I can't get the, I mean, everybody's going to suffer this. It's just the way it is. But if you go in and you have struggle, struggle, struggle like that, then it's not going to be a very pleasant experience. So I would say, be honest with yourself, do what you can and the best you can. And once you've completed the picture, then you present it to the customer. Now, if it's an animal, it's not so bad because everybody likes their animal and they're not going to be as picky as they would do if it was um, somebody's mum or somebody's wife or somebody's husband or whatever, you know. Then it would be picky because they're very familiar with that particular person. And they're almost certainly going to compare it with the photographs or photographs they've given you. This is why I usually said to my own people, get several photographs, don't just get one, get several, and use the different photographs to find different characteristics. That way you can't be then accused of, you know, picking one picture, one photograph and doing it. Uh, On top of that, then, you're also going to be adding your own um, interpretations, your own styles and quirky bits and so on. But that's what I would say to them. I would get them ready for and put them in the picture before they start. So many of our, we know this from people who have tried it, they, they go into commission, oh, I can do that. I've done Collins pictures and I can, I can definitely do it now without realizing, I think, just how much is involved in commission work. It's, it's not an easy thing to do, Steve. It's, uh, it, it's, a, it's quite frightening to start with. But I've got to say that once you get past that barrier then there there is um, a lot of satisfaction in it so uh, when someone says um you know i want you to do uh, a picture of my my dog or, or cat or uh, say if it's an mm-hmm. animal um it, you, what you're saying is you've got to stick with the style that you've already developed That's so right. they might say you know they might say oh but, uh, i want him in this background or I want him with this, that, and they try to change. Cause does no. that happen? Does that actually happen? Yeah, does a, does a customer go, Oh yeah, but I want 
that you know I, I can't think of any customizations that they might want but uh, i don't want mm. i want it in this background or i want them with this or they no. tried to 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 ask for some request something does that happen it happens and, and, and certainly wouldn't go down that road. I mean, people have got to understand that. This is why I say you've got to be honest. You've got to say, look, look, I will do it my way if you like the way I do it. And if you've got other pictures, this is the great thing. If you've got other pictures you've done, you can show them those pictures. If they like them, then you can say, well, then if you, you, you trust me then, don't you? That's how it will be. Uh, if they say, oh, yeah, but I don't like that. I want this and I want this. No, forget it. Don't, just don't go down that road because if they're going to be that picky to start with, they're going to be very, they're going to pick it to bits at the end of the day. They've got to accept that as an artist, you are going to do the very best you can and in your style, your way. And if they don't like that, then I'm sorry, you've just got to say no. Mm. I've, I've come a cropper a few times um, and uh, it's it, because people dictated to me. Oh, I've got this picture, Colin. I want you to do it. I'm afraid the dog died 10 years ago. Well, not that long ago, you know. But I, I, I want you to do it uh, from this photograph. And it's been a rubbishy photograph, absolutely awful. I said, well, I'm sorry, I can't do it with that. Oh, well, it's the only one I've got. Oh, please do it, please do it. And I fell in the trap once and I did it. And it was awful. It was, I went through a very bad, I still remember the experience. I went through very bad experience. And... When it finished, they didn't like it. Which they would, I wouldn't have liked it either if I'd been done. So, you know, don't go down that road. You've got to be very, very, very strong in saying, I'm sorry. I, I do appreciate that Fido died 10 years ago. Um, but if this is all you've got, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do for you. Whatever I do, you're not going to like it. I'm not going to want to do it. I'm not going to like doing it. It's a non-starter. They won't like it. They won't like that answer, but that's the answer you've got to give. So, so you've got to be strong in what, if they, you know, not feeling um, pressured into doing mm. it and not Absolutely. feeling like trying to convince you to do it. And it's just being strong and, and understanding that. Mm. Say no. That learn, sort of, it's knowing from what you've just said from that experience that uh, it's a really, mm. it's an awkward situation to be in, especially because it could, it could end up denting your confidence, ultimately, oh, well, couldn't it? Absolutely. You could you give it up. You could give up art. I nearly did when that happened. And it took me quite a long time to get back to do another commission. I was doing other artwork, fortunately. For me, it was, wasn't, wasn't the, uh, the only thing I did. But it took me a little while to get back to it. Don't, don't go down that road. Don't do it. What I would do is guarantee, if you can take your own photographs, that's even better get your own pictures and take a whole, I used to say a whole reel of film. I can't say that now because all the, uh, I'm talking about the, the films, you know, that had film in it. Now it's all digital, isn't it? But they've got no problem now and the digital cameras are brilliant. Uh, take pictures yourself, take your own pictures if you can. If you can't, I've got one, in fact, somebody has asked me to do. I don't know whether you know about this. I don't think I told you. Someone, I was talking to someone, it's absolutely, it's Dashand, a little Dashand, absolutely beautiful little animal and uh we were talking and they said oh I'd, I'd really love a picture of this and i said well look send me some pictures along let me have a look at them because i'd love to do it i'd love to do it for the members a little dasher a little brown dasher and it's beautiful and so they're going to do that and i'll let you know how it goes they're going to send me some pictures and unless i find one that really 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 ticks all the boxes i won't do it and what boxes have those got to tick? 
the, the pictures have got to be really, really good, detailed pictures that I can see. I, I mustn't second-guess an eye, for instance. I mustn't second-guess a nose feature. Uh, you, you've got to have the detail there. And uh, the, the poses have got to be right. The poses have got to be representative of the animal itself. If I know the animal now, I've, 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 I've met him, and I'll know if, if it's not right, I won't do it. So all of these things are important. You've got to get the right pose. In fact, the pose that uh, I think I might do, because she was talking about a, a brilliant picture that they've got, uh, is of a, on the profile. And that would be really lovely on a dash hound dog to do a profile. So I might do that. Uh, but they're going to send me all the pictures over. And uh, when I do, I'll... Um, what I'll, I plan to do, and poor little animal too, I don't want to go off on one here. I'll be talking about it if I ever do it. Uh, has got to have a hip replacement, Steve. Very oh, sad. Dear. Yeah, I know. I know. It's very sad. He was when he was walking around, dragging his his back leg. I mean, it's very sad, isn't it? And this is one of the reasons, I suppose. I said, "Oh, yeah, I'll do it for you." You know, soft, soft. Oh, you, you fell into this <laughs> trap that we I were just saying. The, I fell into the trap, but I still won't do it unless it's a good picture. So it's, it's a good picture, and we haven't done a dash hand in the. Um, in the in the series so it'd be a, a great opportunity to do something like that for him so the picture has got to be light enough to be able to see the detail because i've showed you pictures before in the past and you said it's just too dark yeah, i can't see absolutely. because because, right. that, because otherwise you're going to be making it up hmm. well you wouldn't i mean i wouldn't be doing it justice would i if i did a picture like that and uh it didn't measure up to my uh, expectations or the customer's expectations. What's the point of doing it in the first place? It's got to, it's got to tick all the boxes to start with, and my boxes are those. It's got to be a good pose. It's got to be a good, uh, detailed, professional-ish picture. It doesn't have to be a professional picture as long as it's professional-ish and not just snapped, you know. And the other thing about an animal, just by, by the way, is you never look down on an animal you know, because we stand up, don't they? Like they are down there. Then you take a photograph like that. You don't. You get down to their level, take the picture from their point of view, not from yours. Otherwise, you get all sorts of weird and wonderful pictures. Well, you wouldn't take a picture of your kid <laughs> looking no. down on it, would you? You'd, uh, no, you wouldn't. You'd see, get down no. to a child's level you'd and get, take their right, picture. Yeah. So, so these are all interesting things. And outside too, take the pictures outside, preferably not in sunlight because that creates a lot of shadow. Try our free courses and sign up today. Visit colinbradleyart.co.uk. So what, if, what are the best subjects for people to accept if they're going to do a commission? Say if they're just starting out. Cats and dogs. Cats ideal. and dogs are yeah. the best. Cats and dogs are ideal because they give, they're going to be the most popular anyway, aren't they? I mean, someone might say, can you do my pet leopard? Or, you know, I've got a giraffe in the back garden that, yeah, I mean, they might, they won't do that. But so, what people are going to do? They're going to say, "Oh, can you do my cat? Or can you do my dog?" And they are the best ones to do, without doubt. People steer clear of them if you can. Don't do people. People are very hard, really hard to do. Even the the professional artists sort of. Uh, I, I should have wobbles. Well, there's more feelings to her, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you ever been asked to do a, a landscape commission? Um, gosh, have I? Uh, well, not necessarily. No, no, I haven't had necessarily landscapes, but I've been asked to do houses. 
did that would they class as classes um, i suppose so landscape? yeah i've asked to do i've been asked to, i've done about to four four houses different people's houses and what's the kind of i mean that that i imagine that's a lot um oh it's a lot easier a lot, lot easier <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You get a window wrong; it's going to show. You know, not going to show up much. But even with houses, I used to put in. I used to. Uh, I remember I did a house once. Uh, it was a. It wasn't a house. I think it was a college that somebody attended, and they wanted me to do it. And uh, I did that. And I got paid for it. It was a, it was a paid commission job. Uh, I'm in Hertfordshire somewhere. Anyway, uh, and I made up a lot of the background. You know, a lot, you a lot really? of the, yeah, I put all lots of flowers that weren't there and I embellished it. Did you, did you tell them thing. you were going to do that? Or they, no, no, or did they, they notice? No, they wouldn't have noticed it, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can do that, you can do that. So the houses, yes, I've done, I've done a few houses uh, for commission, for, for, for money. Do you think it's, there's more flexibility with the landscapes? You know, you can tweak things and change oh, yeah. things. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If somebody, if somebody said to you, can you do a landscape, then I would be very, very much more confident to do that. Uh, because you, you can get away with your own style even more then. Well, I'm doing it my way. It's my artistic license I have. You know, as an artist, you can get away with a lot more that way. So if anybody wants to do landscape, but they won't, they won't get many people wanting them. They'll, they'll want their dogs and their cats, quite rightly too. And when they... Uh, get asked to do an animal uh, a pet pet portrait what what kind of backgrounds would you would you use anything from the picture as a background or would you just mm. completely make it up mm. no you'd uh, well if you were doing the whole animal that is a real problem because they're usually in someone's backyard and you've got a dustbin in one corner and a, you know, <laughs> you've got a, oh, oh my goodness, can you imagine the sort of problems you're going to have? What you do actually there, if you had a whole animal, and we know we've had a few people with them, uh, you put the foreground in, you haven't got any choice but to put a foreground in, like the fox I was talking about earlier, and you put a little bit of the background, maybe the similar sort of thing, grass or concrete or pavement or whatever you've got there, and then you fog the background as best you can. Right. If you don't don't put any detail in the background like that. I mean, even in the fox, you'll see that there the background there's some trees and there's some distant hills, but it's all very loose. And I say that in in the video. I, I'm just putting it as a loose. I don't put any um, detail in the background like that. I won't do that either. Mm. Well, it takes it, it takes, away from the subject. Uh, you're right. Exactly what it does. Yeah, you don't want to do that. But generally speaking, with port, with uh, animal commission work, I, I wouldn't do full animals anyway. I'd resist that. Um, and I do it for two reasons. The one reason, obvious reason, is that you don't have to worry about backgrounds. You can then put the foggy backgrounds that uh, you've seen me do on numerous occasions. And you could, you're almost certain to find one of those backgrounds would fit uh, the, the commission that you've got. And the second reason is that when you do uh, a full animal, the most important bits really is the eyes and the nose and the facial features. Once you get beyond them, what have you got? You've got a whole load of body. You've got legs, feet, paws, which are a bit boring, to be honest, to actually do them. And you can get a bit tedious 
So I tend not to do full portrait. And people usually, if they want their animal drawn, they want to see the face of the animal. Mm -hmm. That's where the personality is, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Or head and shoulders, should I say. That's where the personality is. That's what they really want. Okay, good. Well, there's uh, there's a lot of good, valuable information in that. I'm really glad we talked about that. I think uh, I think that's going to help a lot of people out there that are just starting out with commissions. I hope it does, um, and perhaps give a bit of confidence to those that are, have been asked mm. of mm. what to do mm. and what subjects I think, to pick. Yeah, and I think I'm being right in 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 putting a little warning there. You know, it, it's so easy for people to to you know pick up their pencils and their brush and, they, and follow, follow what we do and think, oh, I must be good enough now to do it. But there's a whole world of difference between that and then taking up the, a commission because there's the pressure comes in. And as I've said before, when you're doing artwork and you're enjoying what you're doing, thoroughly enjoying the, the, the process, the commission work can change all that because suddenly you've got a stress on your hands. You think, oh, are they going to like it? Oh, dear. And then there's the fear of, of showing them the picture. But if you are confident and you have enjoyed doing it and you like it, uh, then when you show them a picture, you say, you're going to love this picture. <laughs> you know, I, I'm so pleased with it and show them. And then, the, I mean, if you go and say, uh, I'm, I hope you're going to like this. I'm not sure whether, you know, <laughs> they're not going to like it. You think, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you're telling you know them I mean? so you've got to they're say, not going to like think, it. Yeah, I think you've got to you've got to go in. If you go in with confidence, paint with confidence, and finish it with confidence, and enjoy what you've done, and then rave about it afterwards to them, they'll enjoy it too. They'll like it. Great, that's really good. Okay, excellent. Thanks, Dad. So, if you've got a question for the show and uh, perhaps a topic that you want us to discuss, uh, then please go to colinbradleyart.co.uk and click on the contact page at the top and uh, send it through to us. And we'd love to to talk about it on the show. If you've enjoyed the show, it'd be great if you could leave us a positive review on iTunes. Go to our website, uh, colinbradleyart.co.uk. And on the radio page at the top, uh, there's a, a, a link for iTunes. Uh, there's also a link in the sidebar. If you could click that, go to iTunes, leave us a review. That would be wonderful. Okay, great. So we mentioned the Fox. That's a, a new project now that you can start from today on the website. And we'll have some uh, new projects as well coming up soon. Lots of animals to come, anim- uh, landscapes, uh, a couple of portraits, really really atmospheric portraits coming up that are something completely different so lots of exciting new things to be learning at colin bradley art just uh, just by a footnote of that i've just been while you've been chatting on i was thinking that wealth on the naven has been a very popular picture and it's a great picture and it's got chickens in it hasn't it roaming yeah. free it's a good job that fox wasn't around then <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm bringing the fox in and uh fortunately yeah. somewhere else <laughs> that's right good okay and uh have we got the uh sample pads through yet we mentioned last week that we're no, getting the uh... I'm st- no i'm still waiting for them so, might do a little bit of chasing there so that's still a work in progress but um we mm. are sticking by what we said we're we're going to be discontinuing the b4 after it's uh our stock is run out so um snap that up if you want the larger size paper and uh, after that, we're going to be selling um, what we have left of the single A4 sheets. And then we're going to be selling these pads of 25 sheets. Uh, so you get more for your money. Mm. And, and I think that, that they're more professional too. They're going to look good. Steve's design, folks, Steve's designed the covers and they look great. Got some of our little pictures on there and uh, they really do look good. 
Mm. And they're very clear, too. You've got the portrait and the landscape on them, so you can't mistake the lines and the way they go. Yeah, and just in case anyone's wondering, these pads, uh, the way that they're put together will be such that you can just tear a piece out, you know, or it just comes out of the pad and then it runs through your printer as normal. So Absolutely, yeah. There's no, there's no difference in the way you can use it for printing out the line drawing on. Mm, mm. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit colinbradleyart.co.uk. 